Are you ready for the weekend yet? We have events, news, and a guest for you to enjoy this Lake Life weekend. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lake Life Weekend Podcast. I'm Dirk, I'm your host. We are approaching weekend 23. It's June, school is out, summer is here, everybody is happy. Many, many new guests to the area, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we are in full swing with summer activities, street fairs. Uh, Detroit Lakes had a street fair last week. Perm is coming up with a street fair. We are really looking forward to Looney Days in August. That's a little out. Um, many things you want to stay updated on our website, lakelifeweekend.com. We have a daily event schedule and some stories. Um, thank you for checking that out regularly. In today's interview, we have Stephen Bruce, the owners of rave sports and we visited them in Egan, Minnesota to capture their story on how to become owners of a fun selling company. You may not really know like rave sports, what's that? But actually everybody has seen those yellow, blue trampolines, water trampolines floating around. That is rave sports. It's a Minnesota company and they are having way more product and fun things to offer than that they have stand-up pedal boards, a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't even know. I visited their facility and went through their showroom and their uh, back hidden treasure <laughs> warehouse and it was filled with fun things. Uh, it was amazing and um, I was very happy to speak to them and hear their story. They grew up with Lake Life uh, as children as all we do here in Minnesota and um, a good 10 years ago they acquired Rave Sports and have grown it since. Um, they distribute product nationwide, actually worldwide. And I think it was an amazing story. I was really excited to meet with them and uh, hear more about that. And I hope to be able to connect to them more in the future. So watch out for that. So now I don't want to keep this much longer for this interview. Please visit lakelifeweekend.com for daily updates on our event schedule. If you have questions, ideas, critique, please email us to hello at lakelifeweekend.com and we are looking forward to hearing from you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram to receive latest pictures and updates also that way. Thanks and have a great weekend ahead. Welcome to our interview part. Uh, I'm here with uh, Bruce and Steve. Hi. Hello. And we are in um, Egan, Minnesota hey. at uh, the Rave Sports headquarters. And uh, you connected with me recently um, um, and I learned about all your products. Um, I would like to share the history and how you became owners of a water equipment, uh, a fun product company. But before we talk about Rave Sports and all their uh, products. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, maybe we start with Bruce. Where sure. are you from and uh, what did you do before owning a company? Sure. Well, I, I grew up in Minnesota. Uh, went to school, uh, my college uh, up in Fargo-Moorhead. Um, started out my career as a banker. Actually, I was a banker for about eight years and then uh, left banking and went to private enterprise as a CFO. So I was uh, have a heavy finance background. Um, and um, 
actually uh, was involved in taking the company public back in the 90s. Um, I teamed up with Steve uh, uh, early in my or later in my career, I guess, in uh, 2000. 2000. We've been together since then, um, doing some consulting work, and uh, and ultimately we ended up purchasing Rave Sports back in 2009. So, brief background. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about you, Steve? Uh, yeah, so I'm from Edina, Minnesota. I went to school in Eden Prairie High School. Uh, went to college at St. Olaf. Um, left uh, after college to work in Oslo, Norway for a year as a bartender. Came back and uh, worked for what is now Ameriprise. At the time, it was IDS Financial Services uh, for a couple of years. Uh, went to business school at Harvard. And then between first and second year business school, I worked for a consulting company called Boston Consulting Group and was working in Chicago for a couple of years uh, after graduation and then transferred to our new offices in Stockholm, Sweden, where I stayed for seven years working for big international companies uh, all over Europe and then came back to the U.S. and worked out of our Chicago office but living in Minnesota for a couple of years and then left for the allure of the dot-com as CEO of a small dot-com called uh, eBody. Uh, did aesthetic procedures or content with do aesthetic procedures like hair transplants, uh, breast augmentation, liposuction, teeth whitening, health, wellness, fitness, that kind of thing. And then uh, ended up connecting with Bruce in end of 2000. And we formed a consulting company called Genoa Business Advisors, which we still do consulting. Um, as part of that process, we got involved with an automotive distribution business called Pam Oil which we came in and uh, took over in 2003, 2004. We sold that to a company in uh, Appleton, Wisconsin called U.S. Oil. And then we worked for a couple more years for U.S. Oil. Uh, and that was right around the time when I was asked to join the board of Rave. And uh, eventually we bought Rave out and Bruce continued to work for a little while for U.S. Oil. And then um, we both were kind of full-time here since late 2009. So serial entrepreneurs. Serial entrepreneurs, yeah. And number heavy. <coughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Numbers. Uh, and then maybe the roles. Are you, Bruce, the CFO more than numbers? And you're more the creative? Or how is your work divided? Yeah, I, I mean, I kind of handle the operations and the financial side of the business. And then Steve takes the, the sales and the marketing side of the business. So. Okay, so yeah. We, we both get involved in lots of different stuff uh, kind of together and make decisions um, jointly on many things. Uh, we talk multiple times every day on almost every topic, so, but he does have a much more heavy on the finance side than I do. Yeah, your offices are right next to each other. Yeah, uh, we, yeah, here. we talk a lot. I just got the big tour and uh, it's a huge um, facility with boxes and many toys. Uh, um, like if, if, if I think about owning a fun company, let's just call it a fun company, yeah? Is that mm -hmm. okay with you? Sure, oh, yeah. Yeah, because you're <laughs> providing fun activities. So, um, was it a like how did you is it passion like do you, are you very passionate um, how does that work buying a company like that um, I mean emotion sure. well I mean I grew up in the lake country yeah. I grew up in southern Minnesota on, in Albert Lee which has a lake right in the middle of town so uh, I water skied since I was four or five years old and and uh, throughout high school and enjoyed the water sports that way and then um, uh, after I got married and started a family we first thing we did is we bought a cabin so we've owned our cabin since 1984 so for the last whatever almost 30 years we spent our weekends out there in the water and yeah I have a ski boat and a 
have almost every rave toll out there <laughs> that we can pour around the lake, and we just we very much enjoy the lake. So, so uh, and, and we have my family's had a cabin up in northern Wisconsin in Hayward, Wisconsin, since the 1960s. Uh, it used to be a resort that went bankrupt, and ten guys from Minnesota bought the whole thing out for peanuts back in 1966. Uh, my dad was invited in a couple years later, and then we've grown up with this amazing group of people. Um, mostly from Minneapolis, and um, we share all the water activities. So we own boats together, water ski boat, pontoon boat, fishing boats, that stuff. Um, now we've got all of our rave products, including towables, a giant slide that goes down the hill. Are you still at the property? Yeah, we still have that. We, we, uh, it's a bigger complex than it was when I was a kid, but um, we, we have the same family structure as we had for 50 years. Oh. And uh, it's a fantastic place, and, and uh, I'm the most popular guy in the water at our place because I constantly bring up all the new stuff to test. So we have paddle boards and kayaks and trampolines and slides and towables and new water skis and other things. So Do they have to test them and they, give you feedback? Yeah, they, they test them. In fact, they're probably displayed in our catalog. <laughs> they're all very willing to be participants and models because they, they benefit by having us test all of our stuff up there. And, and one of them is actually working in our warehouse now. Okay, okay. So... Well, like I am from Germany and this lake life and um, growing up in Minnesota, that's foreign to me. Um, and I learned this just recently, but you all grew up on the lake. It's so natural. I, I still believe, I don't know really, it's a well-kept secret in the whole United States, our lifestyle in Minnesota. Wisconsin, is it? Yeah, in the Midwest. That's yep. true. So we have a lot of freshwater lakes that are clean enough to swim in we don't have varmints and stuff in the water up here no like alligators or no poisonous alligators. snakes yeah water which they moccasins. do down south yeah, yeah. yeah that's true so the glacier lake uh, lakes that run across the northern part of the u.s uh, we're very much in the heart of that wisconsin and minnesota and that's where uh, you get the most enjoyment i think out of freshwater lakes so it was an easy decision for you in 2009 to actually jump on a product or in company that you relate from your youth with was it It's nice to be passionate about something, and we do enjoy working here. The staff is fantastic, and the products are interesting and fun. We do spend time in the summer testing products and out in the lakes and setting things up. Um, I'll even go to camps in Massachusetts or Pennsylvania and help do setups. And so you get to meet a lot of people who are also passionate about what they do as part of that process. And it is fun. Families love coming and grabbing their stuff. Um, what they don't realize is that Rave is more than just our yellow and blue trampolines. That's what we're known for, but they don't realize that everything related to water, they probably can touch our stuff and have fun with it. Yeah, no, I think it's a dream job uh, <laughs> um, that you have. I'm fairly jealous, I must admit. <laughs> um, but uh, curious, uh, you sell nationwide, probably worldwide? Worldwide, yeah. yeah. So I, that's also something that people don't understand is that we are a Minnesota-based company. Yeah. Um, have been since the inception in 1996, um, and we are the manufacturers of the rave stuff. Correct. So, uh, and most people think, oh, you're rave, you must be one of those people that sells trampolines out by the lake. Which location do you have? We're the ones that make the product, sell to all the locations. We sell through big retailers like Shields, mm -hmm. um, Mills Fleet Farm, mm -hmm. uh, L&M up in northern Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Target. And, uh, Target, um, uh, Reeds up in, nor in northern Minnesota. So we've got a lot of great partners that uh, sell and support all of our rave products. Um, but we do sell worldwide and we'll sell big installations for camps and resorts. Um, we'll sell a lot of stuff in Europe and in Asia and South America as How well. many countries? Oh. A dozen maybe or more. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I mean, we sell water park tubes um, in Dubai, United Arab Emirates, as well as 
Spain and U.S. and mm -hmm. New Zealand, Indonesia. Yeah, lo lots of places. When it was founded, uh, maybe you can give us a little bit about the story. Um, 20 year old uh, anniversary this year? Uh, Next year? Le last year was the 20th anniversary. Mm -hmm. um, the original company was founded on a couple of uh, companies. One was a company called Suncat. They did these electronic boats, like little, uh, almost like little, almost like a bike boat, but with a, a battery. And another company called Aqua Toys. And so they had, you know, smaller water products and someone. I don't know exactly who, but came up with the concept of this heavy-duty reinforced PVC, which is basically threads that are interwoven, dipped in PVC, and that's what gives it the structural support to make it so it holds air. Normal PVC um, could either leak, or it's not that strong, so you could—it's not indestructible. Whereas our trampolines are—you know—they're really big; they'll last years and years if you take care of them properly. Mm -hmm. And those guys came up with that concept, and originally. I think it was $10,000 for a trampoline, and the only people who could afford them were celebrities, mm -hmm. and we did get, or they got, I should say, before our time, got a lot of popularity with a movie called Cheaper by the Dozen with Steve Martin, Okay. and they showed one of these trampolines in the background, and suddenly the sales just went through the roof. Of course. And, <laughs> but Interesting. They, yes, and so before Bruce and I came in, uh, the company was mostly the trampolines, which have springs, and bouncers, which are, look like a trampoline, but they don't have springs. So uh, water trampolines or yeah. trampolines? For no, they're, they're these yellow and blue water trampolines. So one so version has springs in them okay. and the other version has no springs. Okay. okay. So the ones without the springs still work really well and provide a larger surface area, yeah. but they're not quite as bouncy. Sure. And a lot of times you find that people like the ability to have a higher bouncing and do flips and that kind of stuff. And other people are looking more for like a floating raft and our, our bongo bouncers are really suitable for that. Okay. So, um, again, the history then. So they, they went on to also buy a company called R2, which did these inflatable uh, paintball bunkers. And um, then... For paintball shooting? Yeah, you'd, you'd yeah. hide behind them as you're shooting paintball, so like little courses and stuff like that. Sure. Which was quite big, I guess, in the 90s, 90s. maybe two, early 2000s, somewhere in there. I remember, yeah. Yeah, um, and now they're probably more, even though they still do it, it might be like in farmland or indoor with different kind of options, so the bunkers are maybe a little less important. Um, and then when we came in the company, uh, we bought them out in 2009. Uh, the three previous owners continue to work with us for years. A couple of them have since retired. Our head of R&D, Tom Plant, is still, he was one of the former owners, and he's still here. He celebrate, celebrated his 20th anniversary this Monday. Oh, so we're happy to have him still be around. Um, but and he's invented all, you know most of our products probably since that time. You hold <coughs> patents. You actually are the inventors. Yes. Yeah. So so him the so the his yeah, okay that's yep. fascinating. So, so he's yeah we have patents and we have design elements and things that are have been part of the company since both before and since we bought the company. And then once we bought the company in 2009, we expanded from predominantly boat towables and uh, trampolines and bouncers to include uh, water parks. Um, we do big installations for large uh, water parks worldwide. We work directly with two of the top manufacturers of water park, the slides themselves, with with unique products that, you know. And p pieces where you sit in and slide down big tubes. Right, like the Kalahari or, you know, Disney World or places mm -hmm. like, you know, uh, Universal Studios in Florida, those kind mm -hmm. of people have large parks that they, um, and the Mall of America has a big mm -hmm. water park. And, That's uh, a commercial Yes, sales. commercial operations. And mm -hmm. we sell the tubes, the vehicles that you use mm -hmm. to go down these giant slides. Sure. 
So we expanded into water parks. We've expanded into, we, we bought a company in 2012 called Aviva, and they had both pool floats and uh, these larger obstacle courses, and we've converted that into a rave obstacle courses and still sell the pool floats under the Aviva brand name. Um, what kind of flamingos? What kind that of kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, those kinds of things. Sure. Okay. All kinds of different floating and, and pool uh -huh. pool products that people really like. Yeah. And then um, we expanded into water skis and wakeboards and life jackets and ropes and stand up paddle boards. When was that? Um, you know, almost every year since t 2010, we've come out with an additional different version. And then last year, year and a half, two years ago, we bought a. Wait, wait. What you drives know? you? I mean, like you. I mean, it, it's. It, I don't, it's well, like, the, the how does that happen that you decide to add, yeah? Well, when, <clears throat> when we bought the company, it was pretty much a very, had a very narrow product line, you know, trampolines and bouncers and tovals. And, I mean, being in, both of us uh, familiar with the water sports business or water sports recreation, we knew that there were other toys and other vehicles and other things in the market that we should have added to, to complement our water sports business. And so... That's how we really just started adding things, mm -hmm. creating our own, some of the, uh, you know, the Aviva brand we bought, mm -hmm. um, the water skis, we basically created our own line, a very nice line of water skis now. Um, and so we've just been enhancing the overall catalog because we wanted to be a full line water sports company so that we would have a complement of all recreational water sports. Activities. Lake life company. Lake yeah, life. Yeah, <laughs> Lake life. Yes, Lake life. That's right. I love it. No, okay. So, so, so you also have channels that you distribute through, right? So we sell to Shields as an example. Uh -huh. If you have the ability to sell them paddle boards, you'd also like to sell them boat towables, which they also buy life jackets, which they also buy paddles, and, and maybe they buy pool floats and those kinds of things. So, Cross-selling um, opportunity. Yeah, so if you, <laughs> but if you have, in many of these places, it's difficult to get the meetings because they don't want to buy a one-trick pony. If all we had was uh, five tollables, they would never talk to us. But once you're in with something, now you've got a legitimate right to be there. They're willing to talk to you about other things. So as an example, we bought this company a year and a half, two years ago now, um, called Wild Fowler that does camouflage clothing and uh, hunting equipment, pr predominantly for bird hunting, but we've expanded into upland and other things, uh, counter-seasonal business. But the advantage is if you're talking to a company like L&M or Shields about your rave products, now you can just go next door and talk to the buyer who does their camouflage, and you're already a vendor, you're already there, and they're willing to have a conversation. You're already set up to sell and to process invoices and everything else. It's much easier for us to expand in other things than it would be for some dude that has a camel company. Sure, but like you also have a, I mean, you have a quality product. You have 20 years of history. I, are you the market leader in trampoline, I assume? Oh, yeah, we're, we probably oh, uh, have. Yes, and trampolines and bounces. Yeah. We're probably right? 75 to 80% of the market. Really? Yeah. So, no, for, I believe yeah, it. For these products. But then right. in other segments, maybe we're a smaller participant. Um, but we do typically have a, an image that is supporting the uh, uh, recreational market. So when we look at designing a line of water skis, we have really good, high-quality water skis at a, a reasonable price that people can afford. And if you're going to be the high-end competitor water skier, you're going to go out and buy a you know, $2,000 water ski. That's not us. Mm. Now, we have a, a really good, high-quality slalom ski that we just came out with this year, and it is a very good ski for a recreational skier, um, but, and you don't have to spend $2,000 to do it. But if you're a competitor, you know, the top 5%, you might decide to do something different. Our paddle boards are designed to be in a reasonable price point from maybe you know, 
five or six hundred to a thousand dollars, but there are many competitors that sell twenty-five hundred dollar paddle boards, and that's not us. But let's uh, uh, let's yeah, let's talk more a little bit more about your arm development mm -hmm. and like R and D. And one fascinating element or story is you have an invention yourself, Steve. Oh yeah. So I I. I would like to learn about that. So what did you invent and why? And so, how did you come so up with that? So when I was a kid growing up in Hayward, Wisconsin, there were many kids that learned to water ski and I was a big water skier like Bruce. And we both, as young, younger people, have been on the water helping some younger kid get up out of the water. And normally you stand in water that's two or three feet deep. They've got a life jacket on. If the life jacket's way up to their ears, their skis are flapping back and forth. They're nervous. They're scared. And then you say, hit it. And they go about 15 or 20 feet. And then they fall down in deep water. And you swim out and have to go pick them up and bring them back to shore. The boat's got to loop around you. And, it, and it's just a pain. And they're getting scared and frustrated. Right. And so uh, I, in, I don't know, 2011, I think, came up with this concept of two uh, pontoons on the sides and a little seat in between. Um, I talked to Tom Plant, our head of R&D, about the, the concept. He drew up something that same day, sent it over to our factory, and within a month we had a prototype. We tested Not it. Not so fast. Yeah. It's two floats. It's it, pretty it, much yeah. two bananas. Yeah, two bananas. Mm -hmm. And a little seat to the between. side with a seat in between. <laughs> and what the advantage is you can put your skis in the water and sit on top of it. Um, it's, I mean, it works for adults. I use it when I go slalom skiing just because I save my energy from getting out of the water. Um, we had an 80-year-old guy. Yeah, yes, a cheater. We had, a, we had an 80-year-old guy who um, was in a ski show down in Orlando for 50 years, and he finally had to quit because he couldn't get out of the water anymore because it's too much pressure on his shoulders. Sure. Two or three years later, he bought a, uh, a Aqua Buddy. This Aqua product, Buddy, yeah. And um, was able to, with no stress on his joints, get on the, back on the water. And so at age 83, he's back in the show. So it goes from a, a and we've had we have videos of kids as young as three years old getting up water skiing for the first time and it would be almost impossible to expect them to get out of the water and stand up without being already up on the water like ours and unlike other ski trainers um, that you pretend to be water skiing on top of some platform this is actually using real skis you pull behind a boat and these kids are nervous and and they say they don't want to go and you say that's fine don't go i'm just going to pull you for a while and after 100 yards they get bored all right go they ahead stand and, up. and you say one two three give a little gas they stand up and off they go yeah so and that has sold thousands of that now it's a very popular product on lakes and um made in minnesota made in minnesota that's right that's right. yeah that's that's really <laughs> fascinating so so you have your product development so what what else is unique uh, um or um, how do you come up with ideas? I mean, I love that idea. You know, so so we do look, we have a team, uh, you know, led by our head of R&D, Tom, who um, meets regularly and we come up with ideas either from the marketplace or for ourselves. We look at the different parts of our line and say, where do we need to refresh or get new ideas from? And then we'll target a certain number of new products for every year. Mm. And the process would go where you come up with some concepts. We refine the concepts from 15 or 20 down to four or five for a particular area. And then of those four or five for that particular area, you say, let's do a prototype. We get some prototypes, we test them out. If they work great, we move forward. If they don't, then they don't. Mm. And we have a line right now of uh, inflatable uh, stand-up paddle boards, mm. um, but we're expanding it next year. So we started by looking at sizes and shapes and graphics and came up with a, what we think is a really good line of brand new uh, inflatable stand-up paddle boards which we'll test this summer and we'll launch in the fall uh, but we're confident because we've already been doing it for years that we know they're going to be great mm -hmm. 
And sometimes we just look in the market. If the market comes out with a product, then we can make that product better mm -hmm. and more attractive to the consumer. We would. So, for example, you know the uh, the water mats have been very popular the last mm -hmm. three or four years, and they came out, you know, made of foam and whatever, and all of the nuances around those particular mats. But we we saw that they curled up on the ends. You know, they were hard to stand on, and they were abrasive to some of the kids, and they deteriorate. They deteriorate in the water, mm -hmm. and they're very difficult to haul around because it's a, like hauling a six-foot burrito with you. <laughs> mm -hmm. So we made an inflatable version of it, and ours is, has a slippery surface on it. It's like a slip and slide. It's much more sturdy in the water. Um, man, the kids that play on ours, they just can't get enough of it. So, mm -hmm. you know, we just took a product that was in the market, we made a better product, and brought that product to the market. It's been very successful. It's you called the Water Whoosh. The Water Whoosh, yeah, I saw it. Actually, yeah. I, I did. Um, you work a lot with air, obviously. Yeah, that's yeah. all. I mean, the, the, the mm -hmm. inflatables. Um, do do your employees? Do you own a, like? Um, okay, what do I what I mean is is your are your employees able to test enjoy? Do they all own? Do they get gifts? Can they? Do they all live all on the lake? All of the above. All of the above. They I, can they can buy products yeah. at cost and they test them out. Yeah. Um, all of them help out with different uh, product testing. Uh, at different times, we'll take people out under the lake or other places and do stuff with them. They um, help with photo shoots. Yeah. And uh, many of them will just take take the products either on their weekends or go up to the lake place. And they own a lot of our products too. So. No, I mean they must. It, it'd be love difficult it. to work here without being enthusiastic about water. Right, <laughs> right, right. So it, it's the perfect environment for a mm -hmm. Minnesota person, I would say, mm -hmm. uh, um, to to live, to work at a place with toys. I mean, I can. It's like a. Kid in the candy store here a little yes, bit, yes, yeah. Exactly. Um, so uh, it seems you have, so you have even snowshoes. I mean, you have year-round. How many different products do you actually have? Well, one of our challenges, you know, with being a summer water sports business, is that that's a, a season, right? And so we have been uh, filling in our winter, the winter season, with winter products: snowshoes, snow sleds, ice rinks. We have an inflatable ice rink that you put up and then and flood. Um, and so the more winter pro and then our, then our apparel company, our, our camouflage and hunting apparel company. So all of those were kind of counter seasonal to the summer season sure. and helped uh, support us in, through the winter months when the, our revenues are less. Um, but yeah, so we, we're trying to broaden out our line. You have like 50 different items or more. Oh, oh. we've got hundreds. Hundreds? Yeah, hundreds of items. Uh, I and think our, our Price card is probably 350 primary items just on the rave side. Oh wow! And then depending on sizes and so forth for clothing, it's probably another 300 items on the wildfowler side. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a lot of product. It's a lot of products. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but again, that ice rink is inflatable, so you, it seems you you really that's maybe the mm, the heart of the company. It has uh, been historically, yeah. yes. Yeah. That's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. yeah. You know, interestingly, with the ice rink, we sell uh, thousands of them at Target each year. And um, we get these people who will buy one down in Texas. They'll inflate it, and then they'll pour water in it because it has a border, right? And, you, and the idea is you, you you pour water in the middle of this border. It's like a little pool, and if the ground is flat enough, it'll hold the water long enough for it to freeze. And these people in Texas will call us up and wonder why why the water's not freezing. Yeah, how do we get it? How do we get it to freeze? How do we get it to make ice? We're like, no, you, you do need to be at a temperature where it's below 32 degrees. Ooh la la. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I hope you didn't get sued over that. Uh, no, they no, promised no. me ice. Yeah, probably probably <laughs> nice getting their money back, but oh uh, my God. Yeah, that's had a good chuckle in the process. That's, that's I mean, funny. One of the fun things about the business is that not only do we have a lot of fun recreational
educational products, but we have a great staff. I mean, we, our employees all, uh, we have a pretty free, open atmosphere. They're all fun-loving people by nature that, to work here. And, uh, you know, we have barbecues out back once a month, you know, where we can all sit around and chat. We have Yeah. One of our mandates is to do 10 fun activities during this year. So we last week we went to a, like a speakeasy and had uh, drinks after work yeah. and we'll grill out or we'll do a go out and test products for a day or mm-hmm. anyway we we've only done one or two so far we've still got eight or nine left to go for the year but we'll get them in for yeah. sure. Yeah. Do you take summer interns in the marketing department? Yes, yes we do. In fact, we have them right now from uh, Thayer is uh, from Breck High School. He's working for us for a couple of weeks. Um, we'll get, we have had and will continue to have other kids that will come in and work for us either in the R&D department or in our marketing department. Um, we've got three college kids that are back, um, all friends of mine's kids, who are working in the warehouse for the summer. Um, and um, I'll, I've got two boys that are in college, and they'll probably come and do some work on, on some stuff this summer as well. But we've had other you know, younger people that come in and help us each summer. Maybe some listeners from your alma mater, you're a Concordia graduate, yes, you said? Yes, yes. Maybe somebody in the, um, there's an art program, maybe in the, sure. who knows? Well, somebody. in fact, uh, Tom Plant went to Stout, and he's on the board, I think, at Stout, yep. and he's hired uh, several interns from Stout. We've had several people who came from there because he's connected to the, the group of people there, and uh, that's been a great feeder program for us as well. Yeah. In fact, our banker is from Concordia, so also got a tie in there. Yes. Yeah, from Choice Bank. <laughs> yeah, right. That's yes. <laughs> true. That's yeah, okay. and one of our sales guys went to St. Olaf, and I'm a St. Olaf grad. So right. we, we like to, to keep the roots going. Yeah, that's really cool. If I was younger, I would leave my application <laughs> right here because even your board room, you pointed it out, Steve. This is our boardroom, and there's a board, and I thought, yes, that's where the board meets. And no, you meant the table, so we're sitting Both. on a big the board room, board. A table, which looks yes, like a stand-up board. Yeah. It's a big, big uh, uh, rave sports In fact, board. We, we did this board, um, our factory made it for specifically for this room when we moved to these offices, and the CEO of the YMCA from Minneapolis and St. Paul was here buying some product for his family and doing things and saw this and loved it so much he had he commissioned a board so that for their boardroom in in the new ymca facility that opened up last summer they have this same board but with the ymca logo right. on the front awesome. although it does say rave sports on the side, side. <laughs> we are down at the ymca, we're, we're down at the YMCA yeah. <laughs> very cool yeah no i i think it's uh, really fascinating and i Maybe you don't admit it as much as I heard. I think you live lake life inside, uh, uh, skiing. Uh, so I don't think maybe it's a coincidence that you were passionate about owning a, a lifestyle company. Um, um, I think it's a dream come true probably, yeah? It is, yes. Usually I ask, um, what do you like about lake life? Um, maybe tell us, uh, everybody has a different connection to the water sure, and the lake. Sure. Uh, what is your definition of lake life? or? Well, I mean, the weekends at the lake are obviously full of excitement because the kids come up and the activities are, are enormous, right? You're doing every, every activity you could think of in the water, and the kids enjoy that. But, um, and I, I enjoyed throughout the years with my kids, and as they're there, and now I have some grandkids, and they're coming out to the lake, so that's all fun. But I tell you, there's nothing better than being in, at the lake during the week when you can go out and sit on the deck, and there's nobody around and look over the nice, peaceful, calm water and have a cup of coffee and look at the lake. I mean, that, to me, I guess the older I get, the more I enjoy that rather than all the activity of the kids, but um, both of them are very, you know, a lot of activity and also very peaceful. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, for me, I I love being out on the boat doing water skiing or taking kids towing the towables. 
Um, we get kids coming up to me all the time. Again, because we share this facility with all these other families, um, they'll come up and say, hey, Steve, can we go skiing at 10? You know, can we go tubing at 10? Sure. So it's not open at yeah, 10. Yeah, yeah. So that, well, then we just all kind of meet together, and, and, some, and it ends up being 10.30 sometimes because we're having coffee or making breakfast or whatever it is, but they're all relaxed about it because they know they're going to get out in the water. And uh, with us, there isn't a line that says, well, i got to get out there first because they know there's enough people, enough drivers. So if I'm if I'm driving the boat and I get tired after an hour and a half, I hand the keys to Tom or Julie or whoever's there, right, and say, hey, you want to take over? And then they take over, and now they're doing it. And my kids know that they can go with their kids. Um, it's very interesting because with these seven families, that you know, extended families that are up there, I could walk in any morning and sit down and pour myself a cup of coffee and start eating breakfast, and no one would think it was weird. You know, with different families, and same thing with their kids. You know, we have their kids up at our house, and we're having lunch, and their kids jumping in the fridge, grabbing out sandwich meat, and making a snack, right? And you're like, well, that's this the Wildwood way. That's what we're we're at. And for me, that atmosphere of being, as Bruce mentioned, you know, now you're relaxed, and there's activities, but there's a peace about being out in the lake, and that's what's so very special for us. And you know, even though the the invention was originally the trampolines. Um, all the other things that we can provide for access and fun at the lake just makes it so that it's an enjoyable place for people to come and have fellowship and be together for a really good time. So lake time, being on mm-hmm. lake time, right? Yeah. The, yeah. It's just a, the atmosphere. A whole different deal. Uh, everything mm-hmm. changes, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I hear that. Um, I forgot to ask uh, uh, stories, like with your... Is there... Like, do you get... Like, I... What are those? Pull behinds. The tovels, yeah. Tovels. Um, tubes, as they call them. Tube. We started as kids doing inner tubes from big tractors. Yeah. And they had this giant yeah. nozzle that would stick out of it and jab you as you go. And you'd tie a rope on this thing and just yank yourself behind it. And now they're so sophisticated and they range in price from $50 to 500 Yeah. So um, people fly with it too, right? Like, do you have... There was a company that did that, and several people got hurt or killed early on. No, 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 I don't mean the dramatic... Like, you just uh, jump flying, Just like, yeah, bouncing yeah, yeah like a second. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, um, do you get... Do people are so passionate about, like, do they send you pictures? Or, like, do, do they share their... Like, in uh, fact, we have this new thing called ambassadors. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we enlist people who are interested in sharing their stories and their experiences and pictures with us and then become a rave brand ambassador. Mm-hmm. And they, it, there's a special deals they can get and people can sign up on our website. Mm. Um, but we'll get, we have a large Facebook following, you know, mm-hmm. tens of thousands of Facebook followers. And um, we're in communication a lot with the end users because it is such a fun time. So is there like a rave, do you feel that your users consume, your, your, are they like a rave family? Do oh. they, do you have a lot of ambassadors? Are they passionate? <coughs> I mean, they do. They, they do. Yeah, just our Facebook group, you know, which is huge. You know, to have over ten thousand people that are involved in our Facebook is huge. Yeah, people. And we'll do special um, uh, promotions that will give away a paddleboard or something, and we'll send it out to all of our Facebook mm-hmm. fans, and then they'll apply and send stuff in and send pictures and stories, and and then one of them will win, and they're like, oh, I've never won anything in my life, and they're so excited to be yeah. a part of that. So they really engage they because really engage, it's a yeah. lifestyle product. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean. I, it, it must be really pleasing, yeah, to yeah, connect to your, sure. you to your customer. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Put a smile on everybody's face. Right. There I mean, go. you have been sitting here and smiling the whole time, and you too. It's, it's fascinating. Uh, I smile, anyways. <laughs> did I did I forget anything? Did you want to explain something special? Or I, I um, think the main takeaway for me would just be that 
people recognize us as the yellow and blue trampolines. Right. And we're way much more than that. And we are, a, as you mentioned, you know, the, the lake fun people. And if they, you know, go to ravesports.com or go to one of our retailers to see what we have, um, we'd encourage you to test and, and see that Rave is much more than just those yellow and blue trampolines that are out on the lake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for your time. And uh, I hope I hear more and see more and try more and yeah we thank you to get you out on one of yeah, those yeah yeah we'll get you I, product I, testing I, I, will, I would love to thank you great thanks yeah. bye yeah this was already our uh, newest episode of the Lake Life Weekend podcast we sure hope you enjoyed it uh, tune in again next week with another great guest and updates Always check out our website, uh, lakelifeweekend.com. And if you have some comments, please feel free to email us at hello at lakelifeweekend.com. And uh, you have a wonderful weekend ahead. Uh-huh.